Uh, Ari Briggs is with us uh, live via telephone. In fact, he's traveling on the West Coast. So he's really sacrificed his early morning in order to join us here at JM and the AM. Next week, when we head to Israel with Nefesh Benefesh, and we actually do a major part of Tuesday's show on Monday's flight, which is going to be very interesting, to say the least. You'll hear all of it Tuesday morning. On Wednesday, we're going to be visiting Rigavim. So we head to Israel Monday. You'll hear plenty about Nefesh Benefesh and the most recent charter flight on Tuesday. And then Rigavim is our uh, destination on Wednesday. It is a research-based legal advocacy organization dedicated to ensuring responsible, legal, and accountable use of Israel's public land. For information, you can go to rigavim.org. Ari Briggs is the director of Rigavim. Ari, welcome to JM in the AM. Good morning, Nachum. How are you doing? Pleasure to speak with you. I would think that the Israeli government would be dedicated to ensuring responsible, legal, and accountable use of Israel's public land. Are they a partner in this venture with you, or are you sometimes at odds with them in this pursuit? Sometimes a partner and sometimes at odds, for sure. I mean, they are ultimately responsible for the Jewish people's greatest resource, the land of Israel, for sure. Uh, how did all this start? At what point was it? did it become uh, obvious that there needs to be a separate research-based advocacy organization to do what you do? So 10 years ago, Bessalel Smotrich and Eliyahu and Yud Eliyahu got together and realized that uh, actually how it happened was uh, their house was, uh, Yehuda's house was, uh, he's now had done a uh, lawsuit against in the Supreme Court trying to get Yehuda's house uh, stopped, knocked down, and right across the valley from him, there were Arabs building uh, without any uh, restriction. So basically they took the Peace Now lawsuit, changed the name from Yehuda to Muhammad, and put it back into the Supreme Court. Now, it didn't work that time because uh, that you need to have uh, a certain uh, style, you need to do it in a certain way. But the idea of bringing these mirror suits started 10 years ago when uh, their homes, were, they had intended to destroy their homes. Peace Now wanted to destroy as many homes of Jews as possible living in Judea and Samaria. So it grew out of that to cover the whole of Israel because the problem of illegal building, of the illegal takeover of state lands happens in the Negev, happens in the center of the country, happens in the north of the country, and for sure in Judea and Samaria. Um, so how, what is the reach of the organization at this point? Are you, are, you, uh, are you dealing with properties that could be anywhere in the state of Israel at this point? For sure, 100%. We have uh, researchers. Uh, we have three uh, guys on the ground, one in the Negev, one in the center of the country, and one in the north of the country. We deal with uh, issues from the south through to the north of the country, from east to west. We find the problem of Arab encroachment, of Arab stealing of the land blatantly, openly, out in the open. Uh, they do it. Our researchers find them, and we document it. And then we give this to the authorities. If the authorities do nothing, we then go to the courts and try and force the authorities to deal with this extreme problem. So the only way to do all this is through the legal means. The only way is to depend on the courts to listen to the case and uh, hopefully decide uh, in favor of those uh, who want proper use of the land. Well, not, not the only way. It's a major way we use. We also use the public 
uh, we build uh, public campaigns to ensure that the public are writing all the time to, to the members of Knesset. So we're putting pressure on the, uh, on the legislative branch. Uh, we have passed laws. Uh, for instance, there was one law we passed for, for farmers. Incursions on farmers' land in the north was becoming extreme. They're responsible grazers of, of cattle, responsible for their land, responsible to make sure that uh, there, there aren't fires there. They fence it in. They look after it. That's why they get a lease from the Israel Land Authority. But what happens once they fence it, these Arab grazers would come in, would steal their cattle or just come in and do damage to the land that they're they're looking after. So we got legislation passed that made it not only a a, a minor crime with a three month uh, jail period, which meant the police weren't taking it seriously. We upgraded it to a intermediate uh, form of crime uh, with at least a six month uh, stay in jail, and that meant that the courts were going to deal with it and the police were going to deal with it more, and therefore uh, save those farmers that were on the land are from being pushed off the land by that behavior. Uh, how do you find these situations? Is it only when somebody wants to uh, make an attempt to buy property or move in somewhere, or are you on the lookout for these types of situations at any point? Yeah, this is not about them buying property. This is about them stealing property. The buying and selling of, you know, 7% of Eretz Israel uh, pre-1967 uh, is private land. So the buying and selling is done on a 0.001% this way or that way. What we're talking about is the 97, uh, sorry, 93% of private land pre-1967 Israel and in Yudan Shomron, about 60% uh, state land. So um, all in all, it's not about buying and selling for sure. It's all about what is being stolen on a day-to-day -day basis. And as I said, sometimes it's very blatant and sometimes it's hidden. We have informers, a network of informers throughout the country who are letting us know what's going on. We have drones. It's sometimes very dangerous, the work that our, our field researchers do. So we today use uh, devices like drones, informers, and the rest. We put everything up to make sure that we're seeing what's going on from the sky. We're getting the information from the people in the village. And then again, we were reporting it and trying to make get it out there so people understand what's going on. Ari Briggs is with us live via telephone. He's on the West Coast. He directs Rigavim in Israel. We'll see them in the middle of next week during our visit to the Holy Land. The um, it, it would seem that um, the only way to steal land is to try to settle the land. Am I right that uh, 99 or 100 percent of these cases? Are, uh, are dealing with people who are, uh, with Arabs in this case, who are finding, I don't know, empty lots, empty fields, and just deciding to either live there or, you know, in some way, um, you know, uh, gain possession of it? Yeah, well, it can be anything from putting a fence around an area that's not yours and, and setting up a dump site or setting up a... Uh, a, a quarry to quarry out stone out the latest, the biggest battle we've been involved in, which we're becoming more and more successful, is a fight we have against the European Union. Uh, we found over the last five, six years, the European Union has built over a thousand housing units for Arabs uh, illegally on state lands in the area around uh, the Adumim region, east of Jerusalem, but also in the north of uh, the Shomron in, in Judea, around Tetoa, 
as well as roads, they're actually building infrastructure so they can set up new illegal villages for these Arabs. Now, all of these housing structures have the European flag on them. We've, uh, we're doing big fight within the Knesset with multiple uh, sessions uh, within the Knesset to inform them of that. We're in the court. We have sued the European Union, and they have come back uh, with a diplomatic immunity argument, of which we're going after them on that as well, because for sure uh, it's, it's as if you're in New York and a diplomat goes into a bank, holds up a bank, runs off with the cash, gets caught, and then you know says, I have diplomatic immunity, and tries to keep the cash and doesn't get thrown out of the country. So <laughs> this is the situation where we've got in Israel, and um, we, we did a, a very large campaign during our Brexit, which was the British exit from the European Union, calling for the Brits, saying that if they support Israel, they should leave Europe, because Europe is funding not only terrorists living in jails, in Israeli jails, but also housing for, for Arabs illegally. And uh, that was a great campaign, got a lot of visibility for Regovim. Hey, we didn't cause Brexit, but it happened, which we're all happy about. And, um, you know, anything to reduce uh, the work of the EU, the terrible work the EU does in Israel. Uh, Ari Briggs is with us, director of Rigavim. So you're up against some uh, formidable opponents. Peace Now, which I assume is the majority Jewish, right? I would guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, about, yeah. The EU, who you mentioned, they've got some influence on this globe. Uh, you're taking on some uh, some formidable opponents when it comes to uh, maintaining the land of Israel for the people of Israel. I know. I noticed on your website there was something about Harabayit. Are you involved at all with the Temple Mount? For sure. So there, there are obviously a lot of uh, organizations involved in Jerusalem, but when uh, the, the the hairiest issues that come up there when it comes to Harabayit, we again found. Um, there was a incursion into an ancient building on the edge of Harabayat, and what they had done, they had taken over a building, they had built toilet stalls, restrooms, urinals in this building, filled this building with these, and were about to punch open a hole into Harabayat itself to make this a whole new area of toilets for Arabs uh, visiting Harabayat and also potentially an access point. This also runs directly above the the uh, the tunnels, uh, the Kotel tunnels, uh, that you can go through. And um, the, the concern as well was the terrible illegal plumbing they had built into this would just flood these tunnels and therefore stop a major tourist site in Jerusalem. Um, so as soon as we found out about that, again, uh, we, we threatened the government with a lawsuit uh, we uh, got uh, Minister Uri Ariel involved, Minister of a Agriculture. Actually, Betzadel Smotrich, who I mentioned, who founded, was one of the founders of Regavim today in the Knesset as a member of Knesset for the Bayt UD, doing uh, exceptional work there. And um, we applied enough pressure. Nibakat came for a visit. We took Nibakat, the mayor of Jerusalem, for, to visit that location. And based on the pressure we were able to establish on the political legislative side, uh, up against uh, the government, we forced the government's hand to put a state of uh, proceedings on uh, that building, and that building was never opened up to Harabayat, very much importantly enough. And this literally was a threat over Harabayat. It would have given them an access, 
would have done immeasurable damage uh, to an ancient uh, building, and we were able to stop that in Jerusalem in the center of things right there. Wow. Uh, who does your legal work? Do you have volunteers? Do you have to employ lawyers? How does it work? So we have to employ lawyers because these cases go from anywhere from you know six months to three years. We do also have volunteer lawyers. We're always looking for, uh, for legal uh, help. Uh, and we have uh, volunteers who do certain cases for us, and we have on-staff attorneys. Uh, when you're in the Knesset, you have a, a generally receptive reception, or or the majority of Knesset members are not always friendly to your cause? Well, there is a, an, an excellent forum called the uh, Forum for Eretz uh, Israel Forum, um, which includes more than 40 members of Knesset, and they are very much... Uh, uh, you know, positive, to, very positive towards Regovim. We take them uh, when we can uh, around the country because there's this fear from outside of these ivory towers in Jerusalem, state of Tel Aviv, and we're trying to open people's eyes to what's actually going on at, in the periphery of the country and also closer, closer to them. We've taken that group of 40 MKs just east of Jerusalem, 10, 15 minutes east of Jerusalem, to around Maleadumim, Nikfadumim, to show them the European Union's building illegally in that area, and that was some, 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 the first time that some of these MKs had got, got into the area and seen this. So it's very important work in the Knesset. We have our fans. Uh, we we very much have access with Ayelet Shaked as the Minister of Justice. That helps us dramatically. Uh, one of our um, we have we have friends in the Knesset. Of course, there are many that hate us. Anyone that's doing good work in Israel is hated not only by those left-wing members of, of Knesset, but also, you mentioned peace now, but there are tens of other organizations funded by the New Israel Funds that direct a lot of vitriol against Regavim because we're successful in what we do, and we win in the high court, and we win in the Knesset, and we win in the public's eyes, uh, because what we're showing them is a blatant thievery of the land of Israel. Wow. Ari Briggs directs Regavim. How do people support the cause? So uh, at regavim.org, as you mentioned on the website, there is a way to support the Regavim, and we are only supported by, uh, by, by donations. Obviously, we don't take any money uh, from the government um, because we're up against them, fighting against them when needed. Uh, and, and so it's all publicly funded, uh, sorry, privately funded. And uh, so any help is greatly, greatly appreciated. Uh, on the website, you'll find how to donate to us. Yeah, right in the middle of the website, there's a donate button. Regavim.org, R-E-G-A-V-I-M.org, ensuring the responsible, legal, and environmentally friendly use of Israel's national lands. Ari Briggs directs Regavim. We will be visiting you, Bezrat Hashem, next week when we're in Israel. Looking forward to seeing some of your work up close and personal. And uh, I, I guess sometimes when you're involved in cases that are six months long or three years long whatever it might be it, it must be difficult for you sometimes uh to uh to 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 get through uh the days and weeks and months that it takes but i guess once uh, each case is completed it's a cause for a great celebration very much so this is really saving thousands and thousands of acres in Eretz Israel, and uh there's frustration in the derrick on the way Sometimes, but again, the rewards couldn't be greater. We're literally, literally saving the land of Israel. 
Uh, and we'll we'll find out more next week, Bezrat Hashem, when we're in Israel. Rigavim.org, R-E-G-A-V-I-M.org. Ari Briggs directs the organization. Ari Kalakavod, thanks for getting up early on the West Coast and for joining us. We'll see you, Bezrat Hashem, next week in Aretz. Pleasure. Good to see, good. Have a good trip over, and we'll see you next week in Israel. Tadaraba. Nineteen minutes after eight o'clock. It's Tuesday, and this is JM in the AM.